Welcome to All Fired Up. I'm Louise, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk all things anti-diet. Has diet culture got you in a fit of rage? Is the injustice of the beauty ideal getting your knickers in a twist? Does Fitspo make you want a Spitspo? Are you ready to hurl if you hear one more weight loss tip? Are you ready to be mad, loud, and proud? Well, you've come to the right place. Let's get all fired up. Hello, wonderful anti-diet wildlings. I'm so pumped to bring you today's episode. And apologies for being so erratic with this coming out. I know I start every episode lately like that, but my gosh, the last 12 months have been full on. I've never been this busy. All of my colleagues have never been this busy. I'm all groaning with like waiting lists and people just really finding it tough. I think the whole impact of COVID-19 on top of struggles with body and food and, and the weight of diet culture, it's really starting to take its toll. And I want to send out a huge message of love and support to everybody who might be struggling with these issues more in the age of COVID-19 and also messages of just admiration, deep respect. And like, I see you to all of the health professionals in the anti-diet space who are very busy as well, working really hard. And all of us are going through COVID-19 changes at the same time. So look, just love and respect to all of you. I hope you're all safe. I hope that you're getting through this, uh, this weirdness of uh, the global pandemic. And you know what? We need sometimes just a little bit of a diversion. And that's what All Fired Up is. This is my passion project. This is the place I love to come to kind of get stuff off my chest about diet culture. And I am so pumped for today's episode because I'm featuring a guest I've been wanting to talk to since I started All Fired Up. Because to be frank, I think she's my Canadian soul sister. Yes, it is summer in and and I can't wait for you to listen to this awesome chat we had. But first up, let's talk free stuff. I know you're all into getting stuff for free. Who isn't? And what a cool thing to get for free than learning how to befriend your own body. So diet culture, of course, teaches us deep disconnection from our body and teaches us to police and dislike our, our physical home, which is just a goddamn outrage as far as I'm concerned. So this little e-course, it's called Befriending Your Body. It's completely free. If you go and sign up for it, what will happen? Every day for 10 days, you'll get an email from me full of fiery words of wisdom about how to push back against all of this diet culture bullshit that has alienated you from your own body. And it teaches you the super skill of self-compassion, which helps us to unblock this disconnection from our physical home and to start feeling a sense of connection and coming home to our body. I absolutely love self-compassion. I love it so much. I wrote a book about it, but this e-course really kind of distills the skills that you need to really develop a felt sense of compassion, protection, and connection with your body, which is very different to what we're taught. It's completely free. And by the end of the 10 days, you will have a really good handle on the practice of self-compassion and how to direct that towards your lovely body. So if you're interested, you can get it by going to the Instagram account. So go to untrapped underscore AU and then go to the link in the bio and you'll see the e-course befriending your body. So just pop along there and download that and you're very, very welcome. I hope you love it. More free stuff if you are looking for an excellent resource with which to push back against diet culture in the health sector. Look no further than the free ebook, Everything You've Been Told About Weight Loss Is Bullshit, written by me and the wonderful anti-diet dietitian Fiona Willer, who I 
actually just went to visit for the first time in over a year and it was lovely to see her. Hi, Fee. Anyway, this ebook busts the top 10 myths that are going around diet culture about weight and health. Don't we always hear that? Like anyone in a higher body is basically a walking death threat or a disease. This ebook gives you all of the science that you need to start pushing back against these real these stereotypes about the connection between weight and health. The truth is far more interesting. So if you're looking for that, you can go to untrapped.com.au and a little thing will just pop up for you to download and you can get this and share it with your friends and your family and give it to people for birthday presents and take it to the doctor's office and, you know, do a letter drop. Just let's get the message out there because there is so much BS going around uh, about the connection with weight and health and we need to start pushing back. And of course, this wonderful podcast, All Fired Up, is brought to you by the amazing Untrapped program, which is the online masterclass and community that I started back in 2017 alongside hundreds, not hundreds, it felt like hundreds, loads of Untrapped of anti-diet colleagues, health professionals that I work with and care about very deeply. And this course is pretty cool because what we do is take you through all of the concepts about anti-dieting from your relationship with food, your relationship with moving and exercise, and that relationship with with body and and body image and teach you all the ways to kind of reconnect and push back. So it's like if the e-course is a mini course, this is the big one. (laughs) Untrapped is a very comprehensive course and it can take people a while to do. So the information rolls out to you over, I think, three months, but a lot of people take, you know, a year to kind of stroll through the material and there's no pressure to get it all done quickly because I really think these concepts kind of take a while to ferment and to kind of develop. So when you buy the Untrapped program, you have the information forever. It'll never get taken off you. You can always uh, go back and redo it. You can always dip in and out. So that's a real advantage of it. And probably the biggest advantage of Untrapped is that you get this glorious community of other people who are learning to push back, appreciate connection with intuition and rejection of diet culture stuff. It's so cool. Our Facebook community has really just taken off and and gelled and bonded. And even what's happening now is regular meetups in real life of untrapped members. And we've had them happen in Brisbane, in Sydney, and in Melbourne. How cool is that? So If you are struggling with your relationship with food and body or you just want to kind of get to know and become involved in the uh, anti-diet community here in Australia, Untrapped is a great way to do it. Because of COVID and all the kind of stuff that's been going on for us, I've reduced the price of Untrapped. So it's now Australian dollars. It's $300 and that's that's it forever. So if you're interested to uh, find out more about Untrapped, go to untrapped.com com.au we would so love to meet you and have you as part of our wonderful community okay on to the show terrific terrific stuff today so i as i was saying in the intro i have been dying to chat with summer in and since i started all fired up because she is over there in canada summer is a coach and she's a specialist in body image self-worth confidence 
but really, you know, anti-dieting. She is so fabulous and I've been listening to her podcast for years. It used to be known as Fearless Rebel Radio and now her podcast is called Eat the Rules. It's such an awesome podcast because she talks similar stuff that I do, I guess, with the whole kind of anti-diet lens and the feminist lens and basically being a bit pissed off with diet culture lens. So she's in Canada. I'm here in Australia. We've been wanting to chat forever and ever. And finally, it is happening. But we were discussing like, what are we going to chat about? And this was back in January, which I can't actually believe it's already April, but look, you know, 2020, even though it's 2021, let's just say I lost this episode down the back of the couch. I pulled it out. But you know what? Even though we recorded this in January, everything that we're talking about is so (laughs) relevant. It doesn't change. So what we decided to do was to kind of take a critical look at like the diet culture bullshit that's happening here in Australia and compare it to the diet culture bullshit that's happening over there in Canada, specifically, you know, what kind of stuff is showing up on the media. Because, you know, our two countries, Canada and Australia, quite similar culturally and sadly, very similar culturally in terms of diet culture bullshit. So like we kind of ended up in this really funny like kind of competition about like what's the... (laughs) What's the stupidest thing you're coming across in your news cycle? And like, honestly, it's a tough call because this conversation, you cannot write home about this stuff. Like if I kind of told you, look, this on serious journalism websites, we're going to be talking about being inspired to lose weight by dogs and Barbie dolls. You'd be like, what have you been smoking? However, this is actually happening in mainstream media in 2021. just off the wall. This is an awesome conversation and I really hope you enjoy it and I'll talk to you after, but here we go with no further ado, me and Summer Inanen. Oh, Summer, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. (laughs) Tell me what's firing you up. Well, I saw an article recently in Women's Health and it's about, it's supposed to be like a, you know, quote unquote, weight loss inspiration story. And it's about a woman who had a very significant weight loss experience by doing a very disorder diet. And I think what fired me up so much about it was not just the content within it, which I'm sure we'll dissect and mm-hmm. and. <laughs> talk about it. But the fact that in 2015, in December, 2015, women's health came out and it was a huge, it, it, made, it had, got a lot of headlines, a lot of publicity around the fact that they were taking the words bikini body and drop two sizes off of their covers. So they sort of made this mm-hmm. like quasi body positive stance. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we've, we've heard you, our readers, and we've heard that you don't like us sort of using this very patriarchal, mm-hmm. um, sexist, phobic <laughs> <Stop> language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I remember at the time this was shared, like even people within the sort of anti-diet community were sharing it saying, this is great, like nice to see a major publication sort of making these changes. And mm-hmm. then then, you know, to, to look and see here we are five years later and it's Oops. the same it's bullshit. Worse. Like <laughs> I would argue what this, what's contained in this article is so terrible from mm. the perspective of promoting disordered eating and, and like really what this person is talking about is it, like the way that they eat to me sounds like a 
like an eating disorder, which obviously yeah. like I'm not here to diagnose or yeah. well, <laughs> I don't treat this person. It's eating but... practices, right? It's, it's promoting starvation. Yes. So it's a combination of keto and intermittent fasting. So it's like keto oh, isn't bad enough on its own. It's oh. like, we're going to make intermittent fasting onto it. And oh, um, an unholy marriage. It's honestly, and that's like, for me, I think why I was so fired up about it too, is because when I sort of reached the end of the line with my own disordered relationship with food, I was doing, I was trying to attempting, it would only last like three days to do something kind of similar. And it's what absolutely destroyed my body. Like just Mm. like put me into amenorrhea, even with like a higher body weight percentage and like completely disrupted my hormones. And when I work with clients, I see the same kind of behaviors really being kind of the end of the line for a lot of people. Like the one that really, really kind of messes up their head and their physical, like their, yeah, their actual, you know, physiology a lot worse than, than other diets that they had done previously. This is an awesome thing to get completely fired up about because like we have women's health magazine here, which is, it's not, it's not health. It's women's starving magazine. Mm -hmm. And they, they did no such thing as to to tell us that they're not going to do the bikini body, but how gaslighty to say, Oh, we're not going to do that anymore. Hello. Here's something worse. Yes. And like to use that kind of little bit of that they just wanted the publicity of the, we want to perform the idea of body positivity, but like, hell no, we're not actually going to stick to that. Yes. Going to yes. go back to this apparently inspirational behavior of this lady who is doing the very thing that tipped you into like a severe eating disorder. Like that's so disturbing. Yes. Yes. And they give a outline of, of what she eats in a day. And as I think, as I emailed you before, I was like, that's kind of what I eat for breakfast. Like <laughs> I'm sure it's the same amount of calories that I consume for breakfast. Like it's it. And, mm-hmm. and I remember being in that frame of mind where you would read a magazine and they would sort of show like, Oh, here's what somebody eats in a day, or here's what a celebrity eats in a day. And I remember always feeling like so ashamed yeah. Yeah, because I ate that so much more than that. And I was always like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I eat as little as this? And I just can't believe that that, like that stuff is still being put out there. Like that the author of that piece didn't think like, Hey, this might really promote an eating disorder. <laughs> like, this- <laughs> it's that blatant? What, like, yeah. it's literally my dog eats more than that. When it's that blatant and there's throughout every article that we're going to talk about today, there is, oh, except the last one, there's literally no critical thought or mm-hmm. even appreciation of the damage that's being spread by this. Like it's it's full on evil messaging as far as I'm concerned, dressed up as inspiration. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the fact that a, a journalist, a journalist as far as I know, like are trained to be critical thinkers. And and yet it's like that goes out the window when it comes to these apparently inspirational stories. Yeah, like there's absolutely no no consciousness <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. That's what I felt like. Because, uh, you know, it's just, it was one of those things that's, it's almost like 
when I first read it, I was like, this, it's almost like too ridiculous to believe this is like that they actually publish this as yeah. something that's yeah. supposed to be inspirational. Theory. But it's to me, like, you know, I think their readership is probably on the skews a little bit, you know, on the younger side, maybe more like 20 to 30 age group or younger, probably teen, mm. a lot of teenage girls. And to be reading that at such an impressionable age and to think, oh, like this is what I should be doing, which is essentially like starvation as well mm. as like malnutrition and just something that would put such a high amount of both physical and mental stress on your body that would really ca- create like long lasting damage, both well, like, yeah. Psych- yeah, both biologically and psychologically. And that's, that's who I see. My clients are the diet casualties, people who have had these experiences and then Mm-hmm. It, dieting like this, crash dieting like this, because this is this lady is on a severe calorie restriction, and then she's added intermittent fasting, which basically means you're only allowed to eat for six hours a day. Yes, and yes. you've got to squish all in your tiny little bits of food in six, into six hours. And like when you really think about that, that is so many levels of fucked up. And she's saying, "Oh, it's so good," and and I feel for her being in that diet head. And who knows, maybe an eating disorder head, but this oh, the payoff is so great for her because the weight loss, like that the whole article is, is about her trying to shift the last bit mm-hmm. and she's still got a way to go. And her poor body, if her body could talk, would be going, I'm starving, I'm slowing down this because it's getting dangerous. And she's yeah. like, right, I'm going to double down using the halo of intermittent fasting, which is, is starving. Yeah. And the the other thing too, that stood out to me, well, two things. One is the amount of caffeine that she talks about drinking in terms of hydration. (laughs) Because she says like, what really works for her? She's like, I'm really hydrating and it's like so much coffee and green tea. And I'm like, if I had that much caffeine, I'd be, (laughs) I don't even know what I would be doing. That's a question I ask when I'm seeing people with eating disorders. Like, what are you drinking? Mm -hmm. Because quite often when you get an eating disorder, you will drink caffeinated stuff to kill your appetite. Mm-hmm. So she's calling that hydration. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then the other thing too, is that she uses the language of, of food freedom to talk about how she feels. Cause she says, food is really just food. It's not good or bad. I don't obsess about it anymore. And it's like, like that could be pulled from any sort of anti-diet playbook, which is <laughs> what we want, but mm-hmm. it's so counter to what she's actually doing. And, and I think that it kind of shows like when you're really into, like when you, it's really kind of overtaken your mind, you're sort of riding this, this buzz or this wave where it does feel like that, but you haven't woken up to how you really are looking at things that way. And you really are, you know, like if you're tracking every calorie, which is what she says she was doing. How's that freedom? Yeah, that's not freedom. And that's, that's like, maybe she's sort of like kidding or she's at the sort of like kidding I'm, at, I'm kidding myself mm. it's like it's like most of us mm. when we were sort of dieters we're like well I'm do- no 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 I'm doing it for my health like I'm doing yeah. no this is for my health but really underneath it's you know there's there's some other stuff going on oh. but I hate it when they kind of steal like they sort of co-op the yeah. language of intuitive eating they co-op the language of, of the mm. anti-diet message and really use it to like promote something yeah. that's so restrictive yeah. it just makes you know no, who came came to my mind when you were saying that is Rebel Wilson um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's an Aussie actor and has always been in a larger body. And her apparent, like her kind of whole catchphrase for 2020 was that was her year of health. Yes. But the behaviors are restriction and starvation and over exercise. 
but she's masking that in the language of I'm so healthy now, like I don't think about food anymore, my habits are so great, but it's it's the same thing. Exactly, exactly. Worlds apart from like what the anti-dieting and intuitive eating stuff is actually about. Yeah, and and like it's not their fault. Like I don't talking about this. I'm not. I don't want to like shame this this woman at no. all. Like for as an for doing that. No. Yeah, or Rebel Wilson. It's like, but mm. it, it's really about the culture, diet culture, mm. and just the fact that we feel as women, and more you know, more specifically, that we have to go to these extremes to really like show our our worthiness as humans, mm. like, and our value. And like Rebel Wilson is so talented. She's an awesome so actress. Funny. And now it's like, everyone's just talking about her body and her uh, weight loss. And it's like, it takes away from all these other amazing things that she's done. And, and I think really that- uncritical as well. And so why is she so much better now that she's smaller? Like that just reinforces the diet culture message. And yeah. keeps, keeps stories like the woman you're talking about going. It's mm-hmm. like, I can get all this attention, uncritical, positive attention. But like, it, it's like we're not seeing what's right in front of us. Like we are teaching and promoting women in this case to do really, really sick eating disordered stuff mm-hmm. under the flag of health. And yes. That is like supremely unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so frustrating too, because you see like, you see all these positive changes happening in the way of women becoming more liberated or just having bigger voices, taking up more space. And yet (laughs) it's just like the same old shit is still there as it relates Mm -hmm. to our bodies and our value and, and, and really uptick too in January, isn't there? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a predictable tsunami of the weight loss walls and, and the, you know, relentless inspiration whether we want it or not it's just it's here especially with the pandemic you know because everyone a lot of people have maybe their bodies have changed a little bit which makes a ton of sense because Mm -hmm. we're under a lot of you know stress or just life changes that have happened so I think that depending on where you live if there's still a lot of restrictions which I was saying to you before like there still is here dieting gives you like a bit of hope almost like weight loss gives you a bit of hope in this time when maybe some of us are feeling a little hopeless or just like really kind of sick of (laughs) sick of the isolation and everything else. And so I wouldn't be surprised that plus that maybe your body's changed a bit during quarantine. I wouldn't be surprised if like this year really 